0: Erev Shabbat Shalom, Parashat Vayechi. Um, again, we dedicate this Torah learning to the safety of our soldiers. And Kadosh Baruch Hu should protect them in utmost danger. Kadosh Baruch Hu should return our hostages to the bosom of their families. They should be healthy in mind and spirit and body as well. Strength to the families of the hostages, strength to the families of the fallen, and may the neshamot of the holy fallen that were mosre nefesh for the sake of Am Yisrael find their perfect rest beneath the shadow of the Divine Presence itself upon high. Amen. Shabbat Vayechi is a parasha Stuma, it is uh, the parasha Vayechi is a parasha that in the Torah itself there is no distinction, no separation in the parashiot between the previous parasha and the beginning of Vayechi it just goes one into the other Satum means something that's blocked and Chazal learned from here that the Ruach HaKodesh divine inspiration, the communication between Yaakov Avinu Israel and Akadosh Baruchu was blocked, was Satum. They also learn from here that this is the parashah that forebodes the galut, the exile, the exile of Mitzrayim and the exile of Tidlavor, the future exiles of the Jewish people. And in that context, um, before the brachot, the famous blessings that Yaakov Avinu on his deathbed gives uh, to the sons, his sons, the sons of Yosef, and Yosef himself, uh, the following narrative appears. When Yaakov Avinu, in chapter 48, and that's the source, the picture, the first picture that you've got, in Perek Memchet, when Yaakov Avinu turns round and says to him, and says to uh, Yosef, when he is telling Yosef that his sons will take on the mantle of the of the tribes of Israel, in other words, he will have two tribes rather than the one. Then Pasuk, Pasuk Zain Yaakov says, Va'ani and I bevo'imi Padan, when I came from Padan, meta alai Rachel, Rachel, your mother, passed away. And it seems to indicate that it was very sudden. Be'eret Kna'an, in the land of Kna'an, Baderech, on the way, Be'od Kivrat Eretz, whilst we still had a lot of the land to cover, Lavo Efrata, and I came to Efrat, sham. and I buried her there in Efrat, Bederech Efrat, on the way of Efrat, He, Beit Lachem, it is known as Beit Lechem, that's the place, That's the geographical space, just so happens to be that that's where, Baruch Hashem, uh, I live. I live in Gush Etzion, opposite Efrat, and we lived in Efrat in the past. Many of the Rami in the Yeshiva live in Efrat. And this is the area, the historic area. And indeed, Kever is not far, at least according to the Masora. It's uh, at the entrance, what you call to Beit Lechem. Nonetheless, Rashi interprets this in the following way. And if you look at the source, this is what Rashi says. That the reason that Yaakov Avinu tells Yosef that I buried your mother on the way, I'm asking you to bury me when I die in Eretz Israel, in Eretz Canaan. Do not bury me in Mitzrayim in Egypt. This is not what I did with your mother. With your mother, I sort of buried her on the way, not on the hoof, but I didn't go back to Chevron and bury her uh, the way perhaps that you might think that I should have. Uh, in Marat Machpelah, where Leah is buried Yaakov lies there, Yitzchak lies there, Rivka lies there, Avraham and Saran, as we know, according to the Masorah, Adam and Chava as well. So he says, Sharei metah lechem, because she passed away very close to uh, Beit Lechem. So why is it, and then he continues, if you skip to the, you skip the next comment of Rashi, but you go on to the Ekberasham, he's commenting that I buried her there, Says Rashi, "Ve'lo holachtiah filu I didn't even go into Betlehem. I buried her on the outskirts, lachnisala aretz, to bring her into what's known as the land. and I know that you have it in your heart against me. Avadalecha, you should know. Shalpi hadibuk v'altiashem. I buried her there according to the will of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shatehle Ezer that she should be there as an assistance for her children. She yigleotam nevuzardan, when nevuzardan, the general of nevuchad sends the Jewish people into exile, vayu derech sham, and we pass there, yocet Rachel al-kivra, Rachel will come out of her burial place, v'bohah, and she will weep, and she will be the one to seek mercy for the Jewish people. as it says in Yirmiyahu, Kol Bara there will be a sound, a voice that will be heard in the Rama. And Hashem Baruch bochu replies to her, Sachar According to the Nevuah, the prophecy of Yirmiyahu, there is a reward for your deeds. Nu mashem, the word of God, Shavu Banimlik Vulam, and I shall return your descendants, your children, to their land. And Unkulus translates, Unkulus tilgem, Kerov Allah, like the majority of the land. Kedeshiu Khagishat Yom, the distance is the journey of a day. Vomelani and I understand it, Shayalem Ketsev, Shayu Korinoto, Kede Macharisha. That the pace that they called it, the pace in which the Jewish people moved, was called karuda belaaz. Karuda is ancient uh, uh, French, and he says Kamad misik ta'alami and that is what the 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 assistance will be like. Raba taught uh, in the Gemara in Yuma mem amud uh, mem amud bet, so. This Rashi is, is a fascinating Rashi. It's a fascinating agalata that I'm assuming that many of us know. Uh, if you've ever been to a Bat Mitzvah, many Bat Mitzvahs that officiated at, this is the Vort that they all say, that Rachel Mavaka, according to the Medrash, listens to Rachel. And the question is, that the Gurariyeh deals with, that the Maral deals with in his comments to this Rashi, is why... Specifically, Rachel, why is it specifically this? What is the meaning behind what Yaakov is telling Yosef? Why is he apologetic? If it was mimele, if it was according to the dibul, then he shouldn't be apologetic. So, the claim there in Rashi is, according to the Pshat, is Ah, Yosef didn't know it was according to the Debu. Ah, but Yosef should have assumed that Yaakov Avinu didn't do anything as significant as this, that wasn't according to divine guidance. So, why was it that he says, I'm assuming that you have it in your heart against me? Says the Maharab. Even though I'm asking you to take me and bury me in Eretz Israel. if not so, lama Yaakov Yosef? Why did Yaakov have to say this to Yosef? Yosef Yosef knew that his mother wasn't buried in Eretz Israel. this is difficult. Dilma, perhaps Yaakov zeli Yosef Perhaps Yaakov didn't say this to Yosef when he made him take an oath that he would bury him. So why does he say it now? This is not the right place, says the gurari, says the Maral, He should have said this. This is a narrative that he should have said. This is a claim or an oath that he should have extracted from Yosef when he spoke to him about his burial. But not now. Now he's not talking to him about his burial. Now he's talking to him about the brachot that the sons will receive, that his Ephraim and Menashe will receive and we need to understand this, and we can say, there is enough sorrow at its time. And he didn't want to inform yourself of the calamities and the tragedies that will come in the future. therefore he didn't want to uncover this and reveal this the future Galut, the future exile of the Jewish people, under the the murderous and blood-soaked hands of Nezavardan, the general of the evil Nebuchadnezzar, because he didn't have any other time to say it, says the Ma'aral. in any case, it's important that they shouldn't be completely forgotten. Also seems to be saying the maral that it's very significant to understand that Rachel is buried there, that it's also a place of Kedusha, it's also a place of sanctity, it's also a place of great schut, of great merit for the Jewish people. Because this is one of those things that... The reason is hidden. And this too is part of the entire narrative of the parasha Tumah, that the Kodesh relationship with the Kodesh Boruch, communication with the Kodesh seems to be blocked. This is part of that. Etaket ad Yomoto till the day of his death and then it was removed and he was this this blockage was removed and he all of a sudden had he was able to convey his prophecy his nevuah his tza'ad zaken according to the words of the Ramban his final wish and testimony. Now that the Maharal continues. you should know from that that it is written and I buried her there ve'lo and it's not written only I buried her on the way, Ella, but Ella Sham there specifically in a specific spot. That specifically it was appropriate to bury her on the way, on the journey, and nowhere else. She was designated for that place. And in other words, the reason is like we explain, and that's enough. Which means that she came out, and she prayed according to the prophecy of Yom and she will give support to her people on their way to Galut. And if you should say, This is a really good question. Why is it that Rachel cries... More than the other matriarchs. Why not Sarah? Why not Leah? Why not Rivka? And in the Midrash we learn. Because the Rachel, our matriarch, says to the Holy one, Blessed be. What did my children do? My descendants do? What did they do? That you brought against them such a terrible tragedy. A terrible gazera. If it's because of a zarah that's called a saw I loved my 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 husband Yaakov, bi Shanim. He worked for me for seven years. And in the end, after those seven years that I was in love and I wanted my husband, my father gave him my sister, and I accepted it. And everyone knows this Medrash, that there was Simon in Yaakov who expected Lavan to cheat him, and he made a special agreement of specific, a code, a secret code, that he would know that it's Rachel, and Rachel gave the code over to Leah. And she didn't know that she would be married, that he would work for her another seven years. And I'm just flesh and blood, and you are a merciful king, she says to Baruch Hu. How much more so, that you should have mercy on them. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu responds, There will be a reward for the sacrifice that you made, for the fact that you didn't want to embarrass your sister, that you cared about your sister, and that you were willing to accept this Gezerah that was before you. I will return your children from the land of the enemy. And he explains this, She knew that Yaakov, ra'ui she, nashim. she knew that Yaakov was meant and designated to marry two wives. Because in this world, this world is a world of separation and distinction. And the, the aim, the goal, the, what's, what's appropriate is that everything comes together. And if Yaakov would have had only one wife, Ayyu the Jewish people would be one. Velo Haya Yudam Leah there would be no Yudah from Leah and Ephraim from Rachel. And then there would be no separation and no coming together in the days of the Mashiach. Because Rachel saw this. She accepted this in love. She knew that somehow she'd fit into the divine plan. Even if I don't understand now, even if I don't know, even if it seems like I've been passed over and I'll never marry the man that I love. She knew that somehow she had faith that the Kodesh will somehow bring them together. And accordingly, she's saying, you should, you should forgive the Jewish people. Because they're not united in this world. And still this, sorry, Avodah Zora is in this world. It's not the Jewish people who want to sin and separate themselves from you. It's Avodah Zora. It's idolatry that separates them from you. That is the deficiency of the entire world. But that's how the world conducts itself. In the ancient world, that's what it was. Religious expression was through idol worship. That's why it's Rachel who beseeches mercy. Because it seems through her that this world that there is that it is capable of having something secondary. And in the Maral, when he talks about Shniyut, he talks about something secondary, that seems secondary, seems second place, but emerges as being the most significant and the most dominant of the two. The, tzara, pirud, the word Tzara is something, Tzara means tragedy, calamity, sorrow, loss. That only applies in a world where things are separate. But in a world where everything combines, where everything comes together, where everything is connected, there's no pigud, there's no tzara. Because in this world, at this stage, at the stage of galut, at the stage of exile, the Jewish people cannot come together. אמרה, and furthermore, she said the following העולם, that if the. the and if the way that Hakadosh Baruch Hu had made the world wasn't through pirud, wasn't through separation, we wouldn't have the same narrative of the forefathers. Why? Shaarei Ha'avot, the forefathers Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, Lefische Avot Ha'olam, they are the forefathers of the world. HaOlam, they are the essence of the existence of the world. Without them, they are the pillars, the spiritual pillars on which the world stands. Without them, the world could not endure and exist. Like we learned in Parshat Vayishlach, Yaakov Malachim. That Yaakov sent angels because the forefathers are the essence of the world, the and they are the order of the world. shahaya inyan And since we found that this was what they dealt with, Tsara. they had, they dealt with with dealing with tragedies and calamities and and separate uh, seeing things in separation. But they were able to look at all the details that were separate. And draw a picture. Understand the picture. Understand how everything is ultimately connected. Kmosha rachel, just like rachel had. If so, this episode is relevant to this world. And that's why it is rachel who seeks out mercy alone. And understand this well. And furthermore, the rod is from Rachel, mother of Kalbana. Rachel weeps for her children. In Israel, nika'im Hashem Rachel. We are called after Rachel. Vlo Hashem Rachel, not only on the name of Rachel, ela al Shem Bana, but we are named after her son. She neema uleich hanen Hashem tzvakot. Maybe Hashem, the Lord, will have mercy. Sherit Yosef. This is a, a narrative that, a, that reoccurs many times in the Mara. We've seen this before. That the Jewish people are called She'erit Yosef, the remnants of Joseph. just not after, we're not only named after her son, eh? we also are named and called and referred to after her grandson. Who's that? Aben Like we say, this is uh, part of the prophecy, but but it's also part of that tefillah, even on... On Yom Yomkipurim and Yomim Noraim, a Ben Yakili Ephraim, my dear son Ephraim, this is the Midrash, sod yoter that has a deeper understanding Kikara Knesset Yisrael Rachel, because the Jewish people, Knessis Israel, are named Rachel, Fish Rachel Akiritabit, Shel Yaakov. Rachel was the main stay, the main wife of Yaakov. The Kolta everything else was negligent or, or less significant than her and that's why she is like the house of Jacob. The Knesset Israel and she is named the gathering of Israel. that they are the house of Jacob. Al after her. in the merit of then we will return to our homeland. They will return to our borders. we will connect, everything will come together with the Holy One, blessed be. Kiperut Israel because when the Jewish people are separate and distinct, and it seems to the naked eye that we are separate to the Holy One, Blessed Be He, we are dispersed in all the lands. we still have that underlying strength, power source that connects us, v'amakabetotam that gathers us together. Because Rachel, Shaleh, Rachel, the Beit Yaakov, she is the house of Jacob. She binds us together, mechaberet of time. She's the one who brings us together, and in her merit of eshuta, yelakibutz gamul. In her merit, we will all come together completely. La shuvlek vulam to return to our borders, or l'fikach nigverah Rachel baderach. That's why she was buried on the way, on the journey. Ki davar zeu shelot iyenigveret Rachel b'mahara etzel avot. Because she was not meant to be buried in Marat Hamachpelah in the, in the cave of the patriarchs. Like Banea <speaking in Hebrew> says, that she should be with her children. <speaking in Hebrew> that's how she banea because that's how she relates to her children. <speaking in> because <Hebrew> Rahel stands on her own as the house of Jacob, the Jewish people. Sheviti <speaking in Hebrew> Yosef. She's the one who encompasses the chibul, the connection of the pirud, of the separation of the Jewish people that are mufuzarim, that are dispersed. But when we come back together, mekabetz. When we come back together, it's Rachel who brings that chibul together, brings us as one. when we were exiled, the Jewish people, it was specifically Rachel who beseeched mercy. Because she knew that the Jewish people cannot be separate, kibbutz le Beit because we all need to come together under the house of Jacob. The only one blessed be, he answers her. Even though we have been sent into exile, it's not permanent. In her merit, she because Rachel is the one who joins us together. And she's the one who unites us. All the Jewish people will return to our borders, to our land. Because that power, that source, that internal greatness that bring, that binds us together and brings us together remains in, in the merit of that gathering together. And unity, we will return to our borders lehitached to unite. That's why she was buried on the way. Since we're in exile, outside of the place of our natural habitat, of the place of our belonging, we have that in, that that power that brings us together that's lying dormant. That joins us together. That is, the wherever we are, wherever we gather together, that's the house of Jacob. And for that gathering, we gather from the land, and from the lands that we were dispersed there. according to this, Targum Yonassan says, Rachel weeps for her children, says Targum Yonassan, Al Knesset Yisrael. That she weeps for the gathering of the Jewish people, the coming together of the Jewish people. Rachel, the Jewish people are named after Rachel. Bezrat Hashem, we are witnessing the gathering of the exiles, the ingathering of the exiles. Kabetz Nitchei Israel, the gathering of the furthest, remotest parts of the Jewish people. And in the context of what's going on now, we continue to pray. That we see this conclusion, Beit Yaakov, the house of Jacob, the Sherit Yosef, the remnants of Joseph, and the Ben Yakili, the precious child of the Holy One, blessed be He, return as one, as a united nation, to its borders, v'shavu Banim Nikvulam, as we are, complete and complete that redemption. Bimel Abi Amenu Amen Shabbat Shalom.